Hi, this is Femi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy slash weekend edition. I am going to give you guys an overview of the astrological things that are happening right now. I want to also um, let you know that we are, today is a very, very, very special day. April 4th is a huge, huge, huge day astrologically um, because we have another huge conjunction that is happening that is going to contribute to this master shift. It is actually one of the three alignments in addition to the super moon that we will be having um, on the 7th, as well as some other very important aspects of this month of April. So I want to give you guys an astrological overview. I will then go into um, some dates and specific dates that you can look out for what potentially could be occurring and then um, give you guys a little bit more of intuitiveness that I'm feeling um, spiritually during this time. I hope that you guys are in a very great space mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, even though physically we are confined and limited. um, This is a very important time for us to build other capacities of self. And I'm sure that many of you have read the newsletter that I sent out to you guys on yesterday. I've received a lot of feedback, of course, that's, that's absolutely expected and anticipated and never to disappoint. You guys are incredible when you come to uh, responding to me and letting me know what points I've hit home in your personal lives. So I want you guys to know that I am here with you, even though we are from afar, we have always been conjoined spiritually, um, you are able to connect to me and I'm able to connect to you. We have built this tribe and it continues to grow, grow, grow. And I cannot be Eve. I can't be any more um, humbled by the exposure and the atmosphere that we have created. So I do thank you guys for that. I am um, making it. These are very interesting times. I'm not going to say trying times because I do believe that there is a purpose in this. And I, it's almost like a calming to my soul because it's still, and I feel so safe when it is still. And I feel like most people can no matter if you're an extrovert or an introvert, you are going to feel different waves of emotions during this time. But the most important thing is if you are someone who is used to being outgoing and you're used to um, being out with people socially, and that is how you are able to interact and um, share your energy. This is giving you more creative ways to do that. Um, it's for me taking it back to basics. It's taking it back to the time pre-internet and pre-social media when we had to create our own fun. We had to create up close and impersonal relationships. And even though in a physicality, some of my best friends, I never went to their home. I couldn't spend the night at their home because that's the way my parents and grandparents rules were set up. So I'm accustomed to not going to places I'm accustomed to. And I have a, a, it's really calming when I'm able to be at home. I love being at home. I don't, I, 
As you guys know, I am a Cancerian, but in addition to that, I value home life and I value the solitude of such. And so I'm very much so very selective of the energy that I allow in my home because I've built this space of peace and this place of escape. And it's not escaping with technology. It's escaping in the atmosphere, the presence of what my home feels like is very soothing to me. And so it's forcing people to see their lives that way. If you've put too much comfort in external things and you haven't been able to really grasp what it is that your reality is, it puts you in a very uncomfortable space because you are now having to find a new normal. And for those who who grew up and who are, um, a part of the culture and generation where it wasn't about always being on the go. It wasn't always about going to someone's house. It wasn't always about what is latest and trending and how can I be a part of it? It was solidifying your importance and your value in the presence. And so this has helped me even more so tap into the parts of myself that had been dormant for so long or that felt out of place in a society that always pushes the forward movement of what's next. And so and this is a very comfortable space for me, even though it too much of anything can be dangerous for you. It can be you can get so accustomed to being by yourself that you don't want to get out and you don't want to be around other people. And as much as a introvert I am, I still enjoy the human capacity. I still enjoy human connection. And so how do I do that in the ways that I've always done that? I continue to write letters. I continue to now um, use my platform as a way to give hope and to share with you guys and to welcome open channels when it comes to my email and it comes to the podcast. Like this is a way of me to continue um, a connection that we've built, but it's not new for me. It's normal for me. And so it feels really, really good. Um, But again, being alone can make, it can stir up other other feelings. It can have you look at things in a different way. Like I'm by myself. What if something happens to me? How can people, you know, who will know that something's happened to me? Who is going to check on me? Who is concerned with my well-being? Who are the people that can feel that they need to reach out and actually reach out? It's building those connections on a more um, solid foundation. And that's what's happening. Um, And you may find as you emerge from this entire new shift in paradigm that the leaves of who you are have changed its texture. I was looking at one of the trees in front of my home and I love the tree because in the fall, the colors are so vibrant and beautiful. And fall is my one of my favorite seasons. Uh, Spring is my other favorite season. And during fall and spring, significant changes have occurred in my life in a major way. And so here I am looking at this tree and I noticed that the leaves are not the same texture that they were last season. Um, And I'd never seen this tree. I've been in this place for six years now. I've never saw the texture of the leaves that fluffy look. And so it reminded me and instantly I went and wrote it down. That's how my brain works. It, 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 (laughs) I find messages in everything. And so I 
it reminded me that the texture of who we are, the leaves that we've been so accustomed to obtaining could very well present themselves in a different form. And that is what is being cultivated right now. So you may not even recognize the changes in yourself, but once you emerge, others will, and you will then um, be able to walk into your new normal in a way that you probably haven't before. And so this is a very important time. This is a very potent time. And that's why I felt it was very necessary to uh, give an overview for everyone who likes to hear me speak about astrological uh, aspects and you really enjoy these overviews because for some of you you don't even know what where to start with astrology and trust me astrology is a very very in-depth very very complex study it is not something you can just it, it goes so so much further than the sun sign or your zodiac sign it's not about that even if you say even like me if I say I'm a cancer that doesn't really tell you much about me other than emotions right but that's based on what people's perception of a cancerin is but when you are a person who understands the depth of a moon child which is what the term is when you're describing a cancerian we're ruled by the moon and the complexity of that alone is very, very, very deep. And so it, it forces you, astrology forces you to see things in a way that is so far beyond the surface. And you definitely can get lost in it. And I have definitely um, found a love and appreciation for the science of it because it helps to attribute to the changes that are occurring in everyday life. And the more you learn, the more you understand, the more you're able to grasp and the more you want to learn about it. And it helps you to understand yourself and others in a way that you probably hadn't before. And so that's the beauty of astrology and astronomy. So with all that being said, I'm going to, again, go into the April astrology to let you guys know what. You can expect, um, and it's very interesting that I am posting this or releasing this today, April the 4th, because as I stated, we are in a very, 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 very critical time. And uh, the astrology of today is a Jupiter-Pluto conjunction. And if you know, when I spoke about January, um, January, we had a very important Saturn and Pluto conjunction, which we're still under that energy as well. But... I'm going to give you a little bit about the depths of what the Jupiter and Pluto astrology, something that hasn't happened in so many years, what that means, what it signifies and how it could potentially affect our lives as a whole and contribute to everything that's happening today. But before I can give you a breakdown of that particular energy, I want to give you the overall energetic space for April. Okay. Now, Brace yourself, drink something, because it's a lot to take in, but it is not bad. Nothing that is happening is happening to us. It's happening for us, okay? And it's happening to assist us in the growth, in assist us as a whole, as a collective of individuals. Remember, for the people who are accustomed to always being seen, it is now your time and your turn to step into seeing others in a different way, um, with clearer eyes. The illusions are being removed both about yourself and everyone else. Okay, so this is a very interesting time. Um, you may want to get something to write down because these are some dates I have specifically 
um, feel as though the Libra full moon, the super moon is going to be really, really impactful for so many of us, as well as the Taurus new moon that will be occurring on the 22nd of April. So there's a lot of things going on, but let me just start from the beginning of this month. Okay. Mm. Drinking something. Okay. So, um, I made notes. So April's bringing, of course, some very potent planetary energy. Um, All through the month, the planets Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Pluto are very, very active. Mars is a planet that's going to heighten fiery emotions. So Mars and Aries is like a match made in heaven because they go and complement each other so well. So Mars is the planet that's going to heighten the fiery emotions. Jupiter is going to, that's a planet that is all about expansion. It's all about amplifying the energy that you're in. So it's going to expand whatever the current climate is or whatever it is conjoined to. It's going to expand that good, bad, or indifferent, right? Saturn is the planet of discipline. It is the planet of structure. It is the planet of authority. It is the planet of restrictions and order. And then you have Uranus, which is a about dramatic and drastic change. Okay. So the combination of all of these coming together can be a very intense and volatile feeling energy. And you may see and feel an increase in a lot of emotional um, instability. You could feel very unstable emotionally yourself. But with all of this, this is an incredible opportunity for growth and abundance. Okay. In so many different ways. It's not when we speak about abundance and we speak about growth, a lot of people like to attribute that only to finances. And honestly, that could not be the least of our worries right now or the least of what should be what's important right now. Um, It is very much significant, but the totality of what should matter the most right now is not just that. Okay. The first major alignment that is taking place in April is the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction, which happens and kicks off today. This is one of the most significant alignments that's going to take place in addition to the alignments that have already started and began to take place since January has kicked off. The last time these two planets came together was about 13 years ago, and they will be shining a spotlight on economic issues and finances. We are in the midst of a pandemic, which is a major global crisis. So you can definitely, definitely, definitely expect things to become more intense, uh, things to be more revealed, as well as opportunities in the midst of the chaos for personal growth, for economic growth and societal growth as a whole. Okay. So even though there is a lot of things happening economically on a global level, that seems like dismantlement. Well, it not seems like it is becoming a dismantlement of patriarchy as we've known it as government, as we've known it as a whole on a personal level, Jupiter and Pluto will definitely give you an opportunity to create new opportunities for growth, abundance, uh, prosperity, happiness, peace, love, all of these things that you are craving. So the chaos in a sense is 
bringing you special gifts in the midst of everything that's going on around us, okay? This energy is encouraging us to seek new ideas and to connect with abundance in a new and deeper way. Now, whenever we have intensity like this, we're only being squeezed so we can release more of our potential and inner divine spark out into the world. It's sort of like when you have drenched a towel in water and you go to squeeze that towel to get all of that water out, everything that is being released, everything that is being purged are being used as soil they're being used as parts of the fertilizer they're being used to cultivate this new foundation that you so much need especially in the shifts that we are occurring right now now as the sun moves into earthy taurus on april 19th meaning we'll be entering into taurus season you start feeling more comfortable and grounded with a new direction of life. So around the mid of the month, towards the end of the month, you will begin to settle in the new normal. You'll begin to understand this new age of Aquarius, even though we have not fully tapped into it. It's giving us a sense of what, what, what is to come towards the end of the year. Now, this is also going to help us as we're easing into that new moon, which to remember, new moons are all about new beginnings. It's all about um, just starting over, release, replenishing all of these newfound opportunities that are being cultivated with the Taurus new moon on April 22nd. Okay, so in the midst of us entering into Taurus season on the 19th, you're also going to be entering in a couple days later, the Taurus new moon, which is very significant in the beginning of a new season that will be, or a new astrological season that will be beginning. This new moon carries the energy of change. New information may come to the surface that is going to potentially take you by surprise, but don't be alarmed because everything now has become such a big surprise. Um, because the unexpected is happening. The illusions are being revealed. So therefore there are some things that may give you shock value, but other things that you may be like, okay, that was kind of expected, but not in that magnitude. However, with the grounded sign and the grounded energy and earthiness of Taurus, which is also a very stubborn, stubborn sign, um, you'll be able to release and surrender to allow yourselves to go more with the flow opposed to fighting against the flow. You're becoming more of the flow with a greater ease because you are becoming more easily mutable and adaptable to what has become our now norm. OK, so on April 24th, we have our first retrograde after uh, Mercury. So now we have Pluto that is going to retrograde, but this is something that we're going to feel more on internal levels opposed to external. So it, Pluto is the planet about rebirth. It is the planet about, um, it, it disrupts the normalities. It's a very slow moving, but powerfully in-depth um, planet that definitely triggers on ground levels. It is it's definitely going to affect you on the core level because it's all about transformation and rebirth. And in order to do that, you have to tap into the parts that are most fragile and are hidden. So with the Taurus new moon still fading, it's going to still be, you know, around, it's still going to be in the element of that new moon that is going to occur on the 22nd. We may also feel drawn to reflect and perhaps even change how we have uh, the goals that we've set or the strategies that we have created 
um, thus far. So your perspectives and how you see things and how you are experiencing things could very well change. You may start to begin to see things in a different way, which is very necessary and also more in depth. Okay. So on April 26th, the sun is going to align with Uranus. And remember, Uranus is about drastic and dramatic change. So it's going to remind us to keep riding with the flow and surrendering to the process. Because in the midst of all of these changes that are happening, that may catch, what may catch you off guard. You're still going to have to remind yourself that we're still under that very grounded, earthy energy of Taurus. And you're going to feel this tug and pull of... Do I rush forward because I am still in the midst of this fiery energy? I'm still in the midst of this very fiery, potent uh, space with Mars. And you're going to have to remind yourself to just be grounded, to allow yourself to flow. Don't fight against the flow. Don't rush the flow. Just become the flow. And that is where surrendering comes into play. Now, this is a time um, for you to have unwavering faith, both in yourself and the path that is unfolding because You can't control what you can't control, but what you can control is within your reach to cultivate a new experience of it. So it is very important that you don't lose faith and you don't lose your sight of self, okay? It's very important because if you begin to question if you are on the right path or if this is truly possible or if what you see or what you feel is happening is truly real, then you can distort the uh, process in a way that either restricts you from going with the flow or prevents you from accepting that the flow is what you're needing to do all all the way around okay overall april offers a very incredible uh, month of planetary energy but it's very important that you understand that even though there's a lot of tension there even though there's a lot of uncertainty even though there's a lot of things that are happening that are causing us to feel afflicted there's also potential for you to be rebuilt and for you to continue to navigate yourself and come out stronger more aligned and more confident in the duality of who you are on a more authentic level remember that one part of our reality is shifting and upgrading ascension um self-awareness these are things awakenings these are things that are causing higher states of ourselves to be constantly moving but we are still we still have a duality of all different parts of ourselves so it's about not trying to reduce or uh, prevent who or what you are but also to allow yourself to just embrace it use this alignment to invite the abundance into your life and start recognizing the abundance that is always around you. Use this to see the doors that are opening rather than the ones that are closing. Okay. Now there is also a major alignment that is coming April 7th through 8th. And this is the Libra super full moon. This is the closest super moon of the year. So you're going to feel lunar energy radiating very, very, very strongly. This is going to be a very potent, very potent energy. Let me drink something. So mind you, this is prior to us going into the uh, Taurus season and the new moon. You're going to have a full moon first, which is going to be April 7th or 8th, depending on where you are in the hemisphere. Now, going into the Libra 
full moon, it's going to highlight our relationships. It's going to get us to question the connections that we have. It will also guide us to focus on the relationship that we have with ourselves. And we're going to be put in a position to help us reach a deeper state of self-love, acceptance, and consciousness and awareness of what it is that we want, desire, and need. Now, be very mindful that during this time, you may feel very lonely, isolated. Um, You may feel a need to not be around a lot of people, which is not difficult in this moment because we currently are restricted physically. But during this full moon, you may feel a very deep connection with isolation and be very careful that you make an extra effort during this time that you don't allow it to turn into, I don't even want to speak it out, but I'll just say it and then move past it. But you don't want it to spark any type of depression. So if you are looking at it from the darker phase of the loneliness or the darker phase of the isolation, then it is very, very, very uh, possible that you will become a very, um, you'll be, your energy will become more distorted in a sad, depressed way. And to avoid that, you want to make sure that you keep lines of communication open, reach out to people, contact people, check on people, because when you push through that energy, it shifts the energy that you are in. Okay. Um, if you're feeling locked down and you're feeling like, again, if you're feeling in this space where you're wanting to retreat, it's okay that you do that. It's okay. But just be very, very mindful that it is just a phase. It is just something we are shifting through and to remember to flow. Don't try to suppress those energies. Don't try to suppress the mood. Just allow yourself to acknowledge, accept it and flow through it. Because the more you do that and the easier that is for you, the quicker it will pass. Okay. The week following the full moon brings a little bit more activity as the sun is squaring Pluto. So on the 14th of April, during this time period, we are going to be called or um, asked on a spiritual level to um, process where your true power lies. Where is your strength? Where is your weakness? These are things that are going to be brought up. These are parts of yourself that you're going to be interested in analyzing because they're necessary. How can you empower yourself? How can you connect with the incredible strength and wisdom that you have inside? Um, Remembering that there is an incredible source of love, power, wisdom, knowledge, and divinity that is deep within you. And so this entire Uh, process is absolutely going to assist you in the navigation of that and helping you to understand it in a different way. So the overall month of April is the next, the big thing today, which is the uh, Pluto and Jupiter or Jupiter Pluto conjunction, which I'll speak about in depth a little bit um, in in a little bit. But the overview is first that that's happening today, April the 4th. And then on the 8th, 7th or 8th, depending on where you are, what time frame it it falls near you, we'll be at the full supermoon in Libra. Okay. Um, What is a supermoon? A supermoon is basically when the moon seems bigger and shinier than usual, which is a energy. So you're going to feel it. The full moon is here to let us know that everything that you want to accomplish, you need to make the necessary effort for. You're needing to release anything that has been holding you back. We are in a period of stillness and isolation for a reason. This is a place to replenish, review, and recover. So this is a very necessary moment for what is to come. 
take this energy, use it to your betterment, okay? You're needing to understand that this is about the practical side of our plans, your dreams and ideas. This is not about the illusions. This is not about tangibility. This is about the reality of what that is and what it looks like. Wednesday, April 22nd is going to, uh, it's, it's what we're calling in astrological uh, language, a meteor shower, which is when the earth passes through the tail of a comet. Okay. Um, the new moon that's going to be occurring on the 23rd of April, is going to tell you that you're needing to be more diplomatic. You're needing to welcome and talk the language of the others, not just for self but to understand others. It's again, like I stated, if you are operating in a space where you're used to being seen, this may be a very difficult time for you because this is where you are being challenged to see others. So this is about understanding the language of humanity beyond what it can do for you and how it can benefit you. Okay. This is a good month for change of look. Um, Maybe you're wanting to Diver more into health and fitness, more practical ways to manage your health, more practical ways to manage your wellness, your mental stability, your emotional intelligence. These are ways that you're having to deal with these things and create new strategies and to create new opportunities for self. This is not about making money. This is not about how can I promote this? This is not about that. And I think that's where people are going to be very uncomfortable because they think that in this time they're supposed to be doing something. And that is because they're so accustomed to go, 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 what's next and outdoing whatever trend is out. This is the beginning of a new era, which means what used to work is not going to work anymore. What has been working is not going to work anymore. And so it's going to be an uncomfortable shift. It's going to be an uncomfortable moment, but it is necessary for where we are headed going forward. So it's about reprogramming ourselves in a way that assists us with the navigations for what's ahead. Okay. Um, financially, there's a lot of opportunity. Um, and you're going to notice that you don't have to really do a lot to get it. It's not something you're needing to do. You're being blessed in the midst of disaster. You're being blessed in the midst of chaos. You're being blessed in the midst of the storm. And that is what is important to see as you're able to see that as you're able to grasp that, then it allows you a different piece of self that you hadn't uh, received in a while, right? Now I'm going to go into a little bit more about the retrograde that is occurring. Um, let me see, like the full moon that is going to happen on the eighth is going to call for you to again, be balanced. It's going to diplomatic fairness in the face of heated selfish behavior. Okay. Remember that, uh, there's a way to compromise and to protect the needs of individuals without damaging our relationships. So it's about being less selfish and more, uh, self, um, selfless. Okay. In a way that assists us with everything and everybody and helps everybody as we are gearing towards what is happening. Mercury is going to move into Aries on the 11th of April. And that's going to give us all a desire to speak our minds. Be very mindful of the things you're speaking. Okay. After a long, extra long period of time in Pisces, this is going to feel like we've acquired some clarity mentally. It's going to help you Um, Be more confident in the information that you've learned, the things that you have learned about yourself. Focus more on what you're fighting for. It is definitely um, a great time to utilize your mental stability and the Aries energy will no doubt clear 
um, <laughs> cleared away because it is a very fiery, fiery space um, that we will be in. When you have April 14th and 15th as the sun is squaring Jupiter and then Pluto, again, this conjunction is going to bring us some confrontation. It's going to bring us to some things that are beyond our control. But again, it's how we tap into that and how we navigate that. What we can't control, we can't control. But what we can, we will do at the best of our ability, right? With flow, not force. So Pluto that is going to station retrograde on April 25th is going to definitely begin into yearly backward motion in retrograde motion Pluto's action is more internalized as opposed to externalized and so it's going to give us time to process the changes that we've experienced it's going to give you the changes that you're within uh, that you're accustomed to that you're around all of the things that matter to you on an internal level will become more of the focus um, Pluto is going to remain retrograde until the beginning of October. So it's going to give you a long period of time to explore the deepest aspects of ourselves and deal with the darkness of yourselves. This is a very personal retrograde. The final movement of the month is Mercury's ingress into Taurus on the 27th. That's a lot of Taurus energy. We will be in the midst at the beginning of Taurus season. We'll be fresh off the energy of new moon in Taurus. And then you're going to have Mercury, the planet of communication, uh, going into Taurus on the 27th. It has an effect of slowing, speeding thoughts and giving you time to consider our circumstances in a complete way. Mercury in Taurus does not always speak a lot, does not really say a lot, but what it does say has often been mulled over for quite some time. So it makes a lot of powerful impact, even though it may not say much. Decisions are very practical. Um, you will tend to utilize more common sense which we know common sense is not as common. However, you'll be you'll be encouraged to utilize it more um, during this time as well. Now, the only downside to this is that you can get into grooves of thinking that resist other um, resistance to other ways of thinking, other people's opinions, other people's circumstantial ideas. Um, you will be more fighting against that. You could t you could be in a space where you know for a fact what is more common sense and what works for you. And so listening to other people's point of view is not really the strongest during this time. But just be mindful that it's necessary to hear all aspects of it out, okay? So that is the overall um, astrological overview for the entire month of April, which as you know, that's a lot going on. So now I want to get and speak a little bit more about the Jupiter Pluto conjunction that is happening on today. Now, in addition to all the energy that you know, all of the uh, planetary elements that are occurring throughout this month, this is very important. This is, this is the beginning of a very important month ahead. Okay. This is a major, major, major conjunction. One of the major planets, um, the cycles that has taken place this year is the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction. It is a very rare um, thing that only happens 12 to 13 years. Every 12 to 13 years, this occurs. And when it does, it's a major shift, okay? Jupiter and Pluto will conjunct our line three times this year on April 4th, which is today, June 30th, which is my birthday. Hey, cancer season. And November 12th, which is uh, 2020, which is going in Scorpio season. Now, these dates can be seen as the beginning, the middle, and the end of a cycle 
And while we will feel the effects of this alignment from the end of March, which we have been feeling this for the last couple weeks, we've been seeing things that have been happening on a global level. We've been seeing things that have been happening on a societal level. And so you can kind of imagine of what these two coming together uh, brings and, and what awareness it stares up. Okay, let me drink something. We're going to feel this until about December. Um, yeah, we're going to feel all this up until December, uh, about December, or maybe a little longer, but this is very important because these specific dates can give you some clues as to what's in store under this alignment. So if you take in consideration the season, this will be in each time it happens, then you'll be able to kind of, um, process what part of your life will be most affected. Cancer season is all about the nurturing of family and nurturing of um, just just everything that has to do with family, love, importance of stability at your home, well-being of your the ones you care about the most. These are things that are going to come into uh, focus during this conjunction during the June 30th one. However, the one we're in today, April 4th, is about global. It's about uh, what's happening during this fiery season of expose, you should say, okay? So Jupiter and Pluto coming together is astrologically, as I've stated to you guys uh, a little bit before, is it is a signature for abundance, prosperity, and fortune. So that's something you can definitely note. This is not a conjunction that is supposed to strategically destroy your life, but it is going to destroy any type of patriarchy foundation that is going against whatever it is that is restricting you um, or preventing you from tapping into the prosperous life that you are needed, the things that you are needing, the gain, the positives, the uptake of everything and um, the betterment of you. Anything that is doing opposite of that will be highlighted and, and definitely dismantled during these conjunctions. Jupiter is the ruler, okay? And the planet that is all about abundance and expansion. I've just, I've stated that got to you guys. Now, Pluto is also the planet that is about the underworld. It is about power. It is about rebirth. It is about death. It is about transformation. It is about digging to the core getting the deepest seeds that are hidden and exposed and making them make sense or destroying them so that the rest of the picture does make sense. Pluto brings destruction, but Jupiter is that energy that gives you a little bit of uh, release, right? Jupiter is, when you have these two coming together, we are going to see one major, major shifts and changes when it comes to how you view abundance, money, giving, receiving, uh, partnering, any type of contracts that you may be trying to negotiate or wanting to negotiate, your goals, your perspectives of life, the things that you may be uh, interested in um, tapping into going forward. These, these, All these things are going to be highlighted because you're in a moment of stillness and you're able to see things in a deeper way that is truly, truly beneficial again to where we are going. So even though this is going, Pluto is bringing this destruction, right? And Jupiter is matching it with whatever it is building in its place, brighter, better, and more abundant. 
you have these two total different energies coming together, which is going to complete is going to create a tug of war, a tug of war of good versus bad, a tug of war versus heaviness ver, ver, uh, versus the lighthearted. It is just a mix in dual, a mix of the duality of the energy that we have within. Now, even though things are feeling like they're crumbling around us, but as they do, the ashes pave the way to a new way to be birthed. Again, we're creating a new world. We're creating a new era. This is a newness that we are needing, that we have been needing for centuries. And so this is a abundance in action. Everything that is washed away is because what is being built is coming in a different way form. It is coming in a different form, in a better form that is helping us to create more solid, solid foundations. Now, Jupiter and Pluto coming together in 2020 is like a, it's likely to shine a spotlight on like economy. As we know, we're in the midst of that finances and our relationship with the abundance that we are craving. So your relationship with money, your relationship in intimacy, your relationship with self, all of those things are being brought to light. Many of us are already feeling the strain in the economy. You can just turn on the news and look at Google and you see it. Look on social media and boom, there it is. And so while these times may feel very, very, very prosperous, um, they're not feeling very prosperous, I shall say. Um, Jupiter and Pluto are coming together to create this rebirth and this new way of doing things so that you're able to see again the hope in the midst of the chaos. Now, as the planet Pluto, again, planet about death and rebirth transformation is not afraid this planet is not afraid to destroy things as we saw with Saturn and Pluto conjunction in January we're still under that energy you can see the effects of that still occurring today now it's not afraid to destroy things in order to rebuild them Pluto is going to find the weakest link it's going to find whatever pieces that are slowly um, in depth and embedded in you And it's going to make it crumble. But even though things are falling apart internally or externally, understand that Jupiter is also coming in with an optimistic energy that is going to allow you to get in a new space quickly to help you work on fixing, repairing and creating a better and more prosperous result of the destruction that is occurring as well. So you're already seeing the changes in the economy and it's likely that this alignment is going to bring some more news out. So again, don't be shocked. Just expect it. This is not ending soon. This is not going to be a over the night thing. This is something that's about to change our lives forever. So it is going to be something that is continuously unfolding. Okay. While this can be a little bit uncomfortable, Okay, the combination of energy is our opportunity to create more balance. It's needed. We're needing to strengthen the economy for everyone. This is the age of Aquarius, where you are entering into a new age of community, philanthropy, humanity. It's about the whole picture, not just individuals who benefit based on color, creed, race, uh, social status, education. None of those things are going to matter in this new age that we're in. They will contribute to the betterment as a whole, but on the individual level, they're not too beneficial because it's not about you as an individual. It's about how you individually make the collective better. So that is what is being rebuilt. That is what's being highlighted. So it's creating a healthier relationship as a whole with humanity, with people, with, um, with money, with 
everything, safety of everybody. It's causing every form to be conjoined in a way that benefits everybody as a whole. Jupiter and Pluto are inviting us to look at how we view life, how we've been viewing life and what does that look like? What does abundance look like to me? What does material things, um, how, how insignificant are the material things when the material things cannot create the abundance that we yearn internally? It's about expansion. It's not about money. It's about expanding that of which we are in. And so it's about moving through the world in a way that allows you to see the opportunities rather than limitations, but also more about less tangible things, more ground uh, fertilizing soil things, right? Um, abundance isn't something that we can create. Unfortunately, that is something that people have thought. That is something people have illustrated. That is a message people have continuously spread. But the truth of the matter is abundance is not something you can create. It's a frequency. It's an energy that creates in itself. Okay. It's something that you tune into. It's something that you tap into. It's something that you build a relationship with. So abundance is already an available source. It's already there. It just depends on where you plant your seeds, depending on what becomes a fruit um, or in fruition or a part of what harvests from the abundance, right? So within us right now, we are, look at your body for an instance. Your body is an abundance of cells, right? You didn't create the cells in your body. You didn't create uh, the veins in your body. You didn't create the way your organs work. You didn't create that, but how you nourish it and how you um, reserve it and preserve it determines how abundant and how efficient those cells are and how much it works for you opposed to against you. Right. So think about the world in that sense. There are parts of the world that we don't have control power of. We didn't create the stars. We didn't create the moon. We didn't create the sun. But what we utilize those uh, very potent parts of our solar world, what we what we use those things for, what we allow those things to work for when it comes to our lives depends on how we are able to tap into the abundance and the expansion of those things. If you know that you have a plant that needs sunlight, what sense does it make to keep it in a place that doesn't get sunlight because it's going to die? But you utilize the source that's available to you, even though you didn't create that source to begin with. You're utilizing the sun to give your plant the nutrients that it needs that you can't provide it but only comes from something that is without your control, right? So that's the same thing. Um, It's all around us. We have the ability to tap into it all together. So Jupiter and Pluto coming together is opening the doors to abundance, big and wide. And it's reminding us that whenever we lose something, something else is always gained. Whether you benefit individually or not, the bigger picture is something is being gained from that loss or a perceived loss. Whenever there's an ending, a new beginning is always coming. When you lose a job, there's always another avenue. There's always something else. There's always something that is going to assist you in the navigation of what is next. The problem is we want to control what that is, when it comes, how it is appearing, but we can't. So 
even if you're feeling like doors are closing and you're pushed into isolation and you're pushed in this space where you are very, very, very alone, it's important to grieve it, honor those emotions, allow yourself to feel it, allow yourself to flow through it because those emotions are natural. This is also showing people that have operated in a way that emotions are not real. It's not true. You don't truly, um, emotions are fleeting. They are, but you cannot reduce emotions and say that they don't matter just because you don't allow yourself to navigate them or you're not intellectually, emotionally intelligent enough to navigate it. You don't know how it benefits you. You don't know the importance of it. So what happens with that energy? It transmutes in another way. When you have suppression of any type of emotion, it doesn't leave. It just shows up in other ways, okay? Which is why when a person's angry about something, you have to be willing and able to sit with the reality of, yes, this person is angry. Yes, this person is reacting out of anger, but that source of anger was stimulated from something deeper than what is being said. So it's the emotional intelligence that you are needing to be able to dissect the true root of the anger because the anger didn't just start. It's an emotion that was suppressed that transmuted into that form of energy, okay? That's just a way to put it in simple terms. Um, Jupiter and Pluto are also here to remind us the importance of self-worth, understanding that it's very, it's not gonna take away from you to give because you're worthy of receiving an abundance of everything you deserve. However, however, so many people feel like if they give, if they overextend, if they, you know, share too much that they will lose out or they'll lose a part of self or they'll miss an opportunity. And that is why you lack because you refuse to understand that selfishness gets you nowhere. Selflessness is what opens doors for more to come in. It's reminding us to focus our attention on what we wish to attract in our lives, what we know we deserve and allow us to trust in the unseen to give it to us. All we have to do is show up. Okay. So this is definitely going to be an intense time. This is definitely going to be a, um, an emotional time, but it is a time that is so necessary for what is to come again. We are in a major major, major alignment that is only here to help us navigate where we are going. Okay. So this is uh, your daily dose of energy slash weekend edition astrological overview. I hope that it gave you a little bit of clarity and understanding. I hope that allows you to tap in and navigate yourself in a way that you probably have not done before or didn't think that it was even possible to. This is a very important time. This is a very necessary time and it is all working out in the way that it should. Okay. So this has been your weekend edition guys until our next daily dose of energy. I love your freaking souls. Thank you so much for all your support. Thank you so much for all your encouragement. Thank you guys so much for checking on me. And I am continuously, as you know, checking on you. I'm constantly sending you love and nothing but prayers. And I hope that this time is being used in a way 
that is contributing to the betterment of you and not one of self-destruction. Okay, be gentle with yourselves. This is a new beginning and this is something that we're all having to tap into. Okay, but you're not alone. You're never alone. I love your freaking souls. Until next time. Bye.